There's so much to think about as we um, jump into this last part of the workshop. Um, just to categorize reforming finance at a high level, let's say there's $30 trillion in all retirement pension assets. Let's say there's $80 trillion right now as global GDP. These are big numbers, um, but let's put that in context with who's here. When you think about FATICA um, philanthropies, steward about $50 billion in assets. When you think about um, Catholic healthcare, two or three folks in this in this workshop together steward more than $100 billion in assets. Um, when you think about religious congregations collectively, we're looking at $10, $20 billion in assets and family offices. So collectively, it's easy to see how we might get to $300 billion just with us here in this workshop and who we're influential over and around. That's 1% of this much broader ecosystem. If we as Catholic asset stewards chose to be very clear about what we think it means to be faith first or faith embodied or to embody Catholic social teaching with our investment praxis, that could shape the faith and ecosystem. That could shape the whole investment landscape. And that's the opportunity we're inviting you to this um, last part of the workshop. And so as people of faith, we have a really interesting opportunity also to think differently about the role we're playing in this ecosystem that Felipe just described. We can consider ourselves owners of the capital um, under management, or we can consider ourselves stewards of that capital. And as we've been exploring in this workshop together, our faith tradition really invites us into this journey of stewardship. It invites us to really consider and reflect on what it means to be a channel for capital to flow differently in the world, to flow toward a solidarity economy that is characterized by deep relationality and an integral ecology and that worldview that Pope Francis has invited us to reflect on in our own lives. So as stewards of that capital, how do you want to show up? How do you want to play a unique role in the capital space? Are there ways you can be creative? Are there ways you can continue to discern within your, organi within your organizations and in relationship with each other um, how you want to show up differently? We think that has something to do with pathways, creating new and different types of pathways for capital to flow. A couple of those pathways might be with your philanthropy, even thinking about what we offer from Letting Go, this book about participative philanthropy and a story of how disability rights activists challenged a major philanthropy in this country to, and that philanthropy responded by giving them positions and how all the grants were given, three seats on the decision-making body. Um, we can reimagine governance and also we can reimagine philanthropy as a type of impact investment with a negative 100% return. And if we balance that with something that might have a one or 2% return, Stephanie Gripney, uh, in the interview there, talks about how a few specific foundations that may have stored 15 million assets became catalytic and how they transformed their whole corpus. When you think about this full spectrum of capital and how you can deploy grant making alongside investments to really radically open up new possibilities and new pathways for um, a different kind of economy. And I think the question that we're so excited for you all to reflect on is, as you become a little more clear-eyed on those new pathways, what are the specific levers you have at your disposal individually and within your organizations to shape those pathways? So, for example, we tend to think about the resources we have, the, the, the amount of resources as kind of that key lever, and that is really quite important. So, you may have quite a bit of capital to invest, um, but there are several other levers. One is capacity, talent. Who is within your organization, your ecosystem of partners that could be showing up also in service of the broader landscape? Do you have advisors that have been journeying alongside you that you know could be kind of working at the service of several other organizations? Do you have people on your team who you can free up to 
be a part of, you know, different membership organizations and investor circles that are kind of thinking differently together about how to diligence and make decisions around investments. Do you have a lever of being a convener? Can you shape the broader conversation or the ecosystem as someone who really can bring people together like no one else on specific topics and create fruitful dialogue? Do you have the lever of narrative and storytelling? Do you have this experience and this history and this legacy that allows you to tell really powerful stories? Because the stories we tell ourselves often shape how we show up in the world and what we think we're capable of doing. So what are the stories you're telling yourself about who you want to be as an investor in this landscape? Do you have the lever of flexibility? Might you be thinking about reallocating parts of your resources and your financial resources to invest in these hyper nimble and catalytic ways that lighthouse for others what the possibilities are? Do you have the lever of maybe sophistication on your team in terms of how you go and diligence deals and bring those deals through a committee decision-making process and maybe could open up that process to others, could invite others to come alongside you in your diligence and hence kind of extend your capacity. So we, we think there are just many opportunities to think creatively about how we can not only lean into this journey ourselves, but also do it at the, at the service of a broader ecosystem. And we see in you so many brilliant examples that have stewarded the legacy of what it means to be a Catholic investor. Um, calling out a couple examples, um, Mercy Investments here with us um, has a Mercy Partnership Fund that for 30 years has been strategically deploying to community and direct impact investments that has really shaped a lot of the ecosystem and the CDFI and the cooperative financing space. Um, as one example, um, or we might see Ascension, a large healthcare group that has allowed a lot of others to have impact investment as part of their portfolios through their funds. Um, and the interesting advisory committee that seeks to embody our faith in a particular way. Um, there's also the Missionary Sister of the Sacred Heart that have deployed 28 direct investments um, just in the past two or three years that shows that a little bit of allocation of staff and resource and focus so much can, can, can pour forth. Or another religious order, the Franciscan Sisters of Mary, that divested from fossil fuels, one of the first Catholic institutions to do so um, more than eight years ago. And I think there's a lot of talk about divestment often today, but how many are actually doing it? I think we all say it's a small portion, doesn't mean that much, but when you come from the ground of the communities, how much it means to the island nations for which their livelihoods are completely being reshaped by our climate today. And so there's a different things when we go to the periphery, Elizabeth talked about leverages. Some of you come from communities that are deeply shaped. How are you um, stewarding that voice and that encounter? Um, we also see from all of you a thirst to go deeper, and that's why you're here. Um, and so um, turning now to kind of the question of collaboration, what might you want to do um, with others here in this workshop? I think this question of collaboration is so exciting to us because we recognize that as we started out this journey all together, thinking about and setting aside in that envelope ritual, what are the fears and the constraints that we think are holding us back? We set those aside just to allow ourselves a little bit of spaciousness to dream about what's possible. And now, as we near the end of this workshop, we might revisit some of those fears and constraints. But what we're hoping is that you might see those with transfigured eyes. Maybe those fears or constraints feel or look a little bit differently than they did at the outset of this journey together. Part of that may be from our own individual kind of contemplation of possibilities and just opening of our eyes to new landscapes. Some of it, though, might be that we recognize that in collaboration, in relationship with each other, we can navigate 
some of those fears and constraints differently than we thought before. So part of what we're hoping you feel deep inside is just a spark of like a dream for how you can show up differently in this space, how you can unleash yourself to lead in different ways and know that there is a broader set of partners and resources available to you to accompany you on this. So who have you met over the course of these small group discussions, the one-on-one breakouts that you're like, oh, I just would love to go deeper with that person. I would love to find a way to work together with that person. We would encourage you to lean into that. Take advantage. These relationships, these encounters you've had over the course of this relationship could really be hugely impactful, hugely influential for the journey ahead. So our commission to you is just that question is what do you want to go do? What do you imagine might be possible in setting aside this constraints that we often live with in our organizations in this special container of relationship and encounter and deep feedback and listening um, and this new landscapes you might be oriented to now, what do you dream might be possible? And we uh, encourage you to think about um, the book, The War of Art and Overcoming the Resistance. Of course, there's so much to hold us back in this journey, um, but we want to encourage you and continue to um, ask you to come to Elizabeth and I as we can support you. That's one of our deepest um, aspirations going forward from this workshop is to continue to support you in all of the biggest imaginations and boldest dreams you have to embody Catholic social teaching in your investing.